What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Old Ass Casuals. I'm Justin. Hey, I'm Justin's mom, Kelly, and together we chat. <laughs> I thought, like, last time I maybe I uh, over-described um, what we do, you uh, know? A little bit, a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, hey, so... you, were, you were trying to give everybody a preview of all the goodies to come. Yes, and, and so this time I'm just like, we chat. Yeah, we just chat. We uh, we bullshit. We chat. Um, exactly. We, and we're related. And we're related. Yeah. So we, there we you go. We ramble and we rant. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, all of the above. <laughs> and yeah. So welcome everybody to uh, to episode two of uh, our mostly video game related podcast. Um, video games is becoming such a wide spectrum because of the fact that video games are taking over our television yes. screens in terms of TV shows and films. Yep. And, 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 yep. Yeah. So uh, it's everything. I, and I love that. I love that we've moved on from comics mm -hmm. to video games. I also love that Hollywood can't come up with something new themselves. So they just have to find it from, <laughs> they have to go someplace else to find it. But it, you know, popular co culture is popular culture. So yeah, it's exactly. fine. Yeah. But, but now it's good because video yes. games are getting their due. Exactly. In the it's spotlight. about dad gum time. Yes, very much so. So uh, if you're new to here, you know, to, to around this corner, um, we we try to get right into it. And so that's what I'm going to do right now. Okay, do it. Is, uh, is get us right into the news block. Um, and eventually I want you to have like a sound effect of like I like that It's time Time for the news It's news time It's news time Like that That's perfect mom I really really rather enjoyed that If you could see the dance and the hand motions that went with it you would really love it Oh man we need this on video That's for sure um, okay, well, I'm going to get us into some, you know, to ease us into the news. Our first news story of the day comes from IGN, and the headline reads as, Microsoft Bethesda acquisition takes two major steps towards completion. Um, and this, this is written by Joe Scrabbles. This article actually came out the day that we're recording this podcast on March 8th, and it's all about the fact that the European Commission and the SEC have approved the deal on Microsoft's acquisition of Zenimax, which includes Bethesda. I mean, Zenimax is 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 the the big you know name of the company. Bethesda mm -hmm. happens to be a part of Zenimax. Um, so just if in if you are new to this news, uh, this was a big announcement that happened in 2020, where Xbox came out. They laid down the hammer and they were like, you know what we did? We just bought freaking Bethesda. Um, and along with Bethesda, they bought, you know, Arcane Studios. They bought, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on all of them. Let's see, let's see if, it, if it has everybody in here um, that they purchased. Nope, they do not. Uh, but it, it's, it was a lot of different studios that were working under Zenimax. Um, mm -hmm. Most notably, obviously, is Bethesda, the makers. Of I think it was really, really early in the year that they came uh, out with that. It was no, it wasn't super early in the year last year. It was it was sometime in the summer. No, okay. no Oh, and here here's all the studios. Um, so it says what well, uh, because let me let me just let me just go back a little bit um, and let you know. So yeah, it's approved by both the European Commission and the SEC. Um, and you know here's here's a uh, history lesson or I guess a 
maybe a, just a lesson on not a not a history lesson, but just a lesson on what the European Commission and the SEC actually do. Um, so in the U.S., the SEC is the country's agency in terms or in charge of preventing market manipulation. Um, they don't do a very good job. Not all the time. They do not. Mm -hmm. I remember back in the day they used to give Howard Stern a lot of crap about like that he was creating a monopoly in the radio industry or whatever. Right. I'm just like, right. I think there's bigger so fish back, to fry. Back in the good old days when yeah. it was actually a thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they, the SEC published a notice of effectiveness, which acts as a declaration that a company registration has been accepted. In this case, it was accepting an S-4 registration, which marks a merger or acquisition. The European Commission, meanwhile, has provided an Article 6.1b decision which approves the merger without changes or opposition and says it does not raise serious doubts as to its compatibility within the common market. So, okay. um, yeah, the, the, the European Commission, they, they concluded that the proposed acquisition would raise no competition concerns given the combined entity's limited market position upstream and the presence of strong downstream competitors in the distribution of video games. <laughs> sounds, okay. sounds really businessy. It um, does. Yeah, but at the end of the day... All I need to know is, is that going to affect my games? Uh, are they going to be more expensive? And are they going to be crappy? Well, and what platform <laughs> are they going to be on? Um, oh, you know, because that's yes, 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 that's yes. the big deal with this with this uh, with this merger and this acquisition by Microsoft, and and they did list out the studios. So this was a seven and a half billion dollar deal. Good which, God! I, you think that's a lot, but I'm like, God, that's like what you know, Fortnite and Roblox and yeah. Minecraft. They're like, yeah, we make that in a month. Right. Um, so this would bring Bethesda Game Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tang and Tango GameWorks under the Microsoft Game Studios umbrella. So that's a lot of studios. Yeah. And yeah, so that that is that's the biggest thing with this. And this is where everybody's like questioning what does this actually mean for the future? Is Elder Scrolls 6 going to be an Xbox exclusive? Is the next Fallout game going to be an right. Xbox exclusive? Um what's weird about all of this is the fact that um there's a game being made right now called Deathloop and before this merger, you know, came to the, you know, to, to, to the public light, Sony had worked out an agreement for Deathloop to be a timed PS5 exclusive. Oops. So now it's weird um, because that game, I believe, is coming from Arcane. Um, they're the ones that did Dishonored back in the day. So I think Arcane's making Deathloop. And then, so what's weird is, like, Microsoft is now buying Arcane, but yet they're going to have a game that's not even released on their consoles, even though right. they own the studio. Um, so it's a very weird thing. And at the end of the day, I hope that Microsoft's acquisition of, of Bethesda and all these other um, studios, I hope that they don't make them console exclusive. I don't want Deathloop to no, be console exclusive. No. Like, put it on everything. Let the, yeah. let the user... Decide. Let me just say this right now because um, I have a really great son mm -hmm. um, that go on per that purchased and gifted to me two amazing consoles when they came out. I'm speaking of you and uh, my Xbox and my uh, my PlayStation Five. I've got 
new consoles, both of them. Okay, I'm playing Xbox today, and I realized how pissed off I was because I was playing a game on Xbox, and I I don't have the hints like you do on PlayStation 5. Now, of course, it's not that way for every game, but you quickly get spoiled to it. Yeah, I've gotten spoiled by the controller on the PS5 with the with the haptic feedback yeah. and yep. the adaptive yep. triggers so like even, I love even that. though I love uh I mean I love my Xbox and but yeah I mean they're going to they're going to have to step up a little bit Yeah and I I just feel like it makes more business sense to me um because at the end of the day I feel like Xbox their their sole focus is getting things like Game Pass on your phone on your laptop, on yes. your iPad. And, they are constantly pushing that. Yeah, and hell, at one point, it may be on your PlayStation. You know, like, yeah. I could totally see Game Pass doing that and then making themselves less of a hardware manufacturer and more similar to what Microsoft has always been known for is being the software manufacturer. Yeah. You know, like, that's what they do. So, um, I, yeah. And I Games Pass, Game Pass amazing i love it yeah it's, game pass is wonderful. the shit yeah. yeah yeah it is it is a it is one of the best deals um by far in gaming even though yeah. like i pay for it every month and i really don't, don't use it no i know uh, the last one that i used it on was the medium um and played that all the way through but and i say that i love the the haptic feedback and adaptive triggers and all the new fancy bells and whistles mm-hmm. but i've literally the last three playstation games i've played have been uncharted 2 uncharted 3 and uncharted yeah. 4 right. so right. They're, they're not even taking advantage no. of all no. the new bells and whistles so yeah. um but yeah i thought this was you know again it's more it's this is at this point more financial news um and business news but yeah but it has something to do with all of us eventually yeah. Yeah. As gamers, yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, I will leave with the, or like, I'll, yeah, I'll leave this story with this. Um, okay. It says, uh, Microsoft isn't actively planning Bethesda's future until the acquisition is complete, but, we've, uh, but we're, we've heard a lot about its intentions. While Bethesda and its studios will continue to run semi-independently, Microsoft wants Bethesda games to be first, better, or best on Xbox. If you think about something like Game Pass at Xbox CFO Tim Stewart last year, if it shows up best in Game Pass, that's what we want to see and we want to and that's what we want to drive our Game Pass subscriber base through that Bethesda pipeline. So, again, um, that's that's the again, this the the financial person <laughs> of course <laughs> wants it to yeah. be best uh, and on Game Pass. Of course. Um, Bethesda's boss, Todd Howard, previously, previously explained that it's hard to imagine that Elder Scrolls Six would be a full Xbox exclusive. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see where that uh, where that leads. Um, hopefully it just leads to good games. That's all yeah. I really care about. Yep. You know, Fallout 76 wasn't like... Uh, it wasn't great, but, you know, Fallout 4, fantastic. So there you yeah. go. Can't always be a winner. Mm-hmm. But Bethesda's is uh always been one of my favorites so yeah their track record is really good yep so. um okay well moving on to the next news story i thought this was just an interesting one to me uh i don't know <laughs> i don't know, I don't know what sorry. your interest is <laughs> no i'm so, i'm just laughing because it sounds like you got a party happening at your house oh yeah uh i don't know how how that's gonna come through but um yes it's uh it's it's girls night 
Oh, is it girls' night? Oh, yeah. okay. All right. It's girls' night um, at my house. And by the way, I forgot to say, Mom, at the yeah. at the top of the, the podcast, yeah. uh, happy International Women's Day. To Thank the, you, you very know, much. One of the most badass women I know on the planet. I have to say one of because my fiancé would be the other. Yeah, okay. Well, I appreciate that very much. Yes. Uh, I uh, attempt to be badass, in, uh, and you did good and picked another badass, so good job you. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, speaking of, since it's International okay. Women's Day, this is totally uh-huh. putting you on the spot right here. I did not have mm-hmm. this in the show notes or anything like that. Um, but in honor of mm-hmm. International Women's Day, who, who is the most badass woman in gaming? Like, who's the most, ba- like, is it Laura Croft? Is it um, Aloy? Is it um, Claire Redfield from Resident Evil? Which, uh, I'm going to have to say Laura Croft. But wait, is it, is it Ellie from The Last of Us? Is it Abby from The Last of Us? Is it Nadine nope. from Uncharted? Is it Elena? Is it Chloe? I mean, I could keep it's going. It's always, it, no, there are so many badass women. Yeah. And especially in the past, I'd say, you know, five years. Yes. Um, but I think Laura Croft will always be my favorite. And, you know, I just got a German Shepherd puppy. You know this, but I'm just filling in everybody else. Um, I wanted to give a a gamer name, a a character name. I couldn't call her Laura, though, because I have a sister named Laura. Couldn't call her Ellie because I was called Ellie my entire life as a a child. So (laughs) her name is Aloy. Uh, So, you know. I, I love Aloy. Aloy is not. She's probably third in my. <clears throat> in my, it'd be Laura then Ellie. Then Aloy. Laura then Ellie then. A- I mean that's a mm-hmm. that's a solid list right there. Oh, I'd like to have those women behind me, uh, when I need some ass kicking. Yeah. Well, again, I'm I'm playing more Uncharted, and I'm I'm getting my introduction to Nadine. She's amazing. She is amazing. I would, if she came at me with a closed fist, I would go the other way for sure. Yeah, I'm with with you there. She she definitely gives Nate um, a a beating or two. Yeah. An Uncharted 4, so. And good job you um, continuing the Uncharted series. So good. I'm on chapter 10 uh, of Uncharted 4. We'll get get into that a little bit more uh, when we talk about what we've been playing and watching lately. Um, but okay, so back to the news. Okay. Uh, this is another story from. <laughs> You're better at it than I am. <laughs> uh, I just well, that's that's what I think of the news. I think of like, was that Dateline? Is that where I'm thinking of? I, you know, back in the day, that that was the news sounder for radio for tv it was just all the same yeah. that was and so it's in, ingrained it was probably before you were even born probably but still so. it just is in our dna that that's the news sounder yeah it is uh, well maybe one day we'll we'll be fancy and we'll have like a, a sound effect in the background or something oh that'd be awesome we could do yeah. that but i i honestly i kind of like that we just make it i so. i've always liked that so much better <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i like it so much better because there's no editing involved we just make it exactly. we move on so exactly um well this next news story again this one's in was in here for me but i think you'll appreciate it as well 
This is also from IGN. Jesse Shaden uh, uh, wrote this article. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse. Uh, the title of this, or the headline of this article, God of War, Fallen God Number 1 Preview. A missing yeah. Kratos adventure finally revealed. A lost chapter in Kratos' life is finally being told. So uh, I knew, like I'd heard about this comic, uh, but I honestly, I forgot about it. So... God of War, one of my favorite games of all time, the the 2018 God of War. I never I never really never really played the old ones like they just no. I played them for l- enough to realize that they were not for me back in the day. Right. I and I tried to go back yeah and play and it was just like it's like nope, sorry. You and can't I, start mm-hmm. off with the one from 2018 and then go backwards. No. That that ruined all other God of yeah. Wars for me at this point. Yeah. So, um, God of War Ragnarok Obviously, like a, a very highly anticipated game. Um, it says still projected to release in 2021. That ain't going to happen. But no. it's still like I still get very excited about that game. Thinking about revisiting God of War on the PS5 now still gets me pretty excited. But mm-hmm. what's really cool about this, so I'll give you the backstory. Um, so, we, again, we don't know if the game's going to come out in 2021, but fans can look forward to at least one new God of War project this year. Dark Horse is about to launch its next God of War tie-in comic, Fall God, and IGN has an exclusive preview of the opening chapter. We're not going to go into like the preview or anything, but I did want to give you the official description for the series. Unless you'll do the character voices. No, well, I don't think I could do boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course you can. <laughs> Um, but no, I don't think I could do it for that long. I can do boy. I can oh, do boy. You, okay. That's, a, that's all, right. all. That's all. That's all I got. So, um, but yeah. So this. Uh, the cool thing about this is that, it, and it's only a four issue series, so it's not like something you have to keep up with for years. Right. Right. Um, but it's set in between the events of God of War three and 2018's God of War, and so it promises to shed light on what happened to Kratos after slaughtering Zeus and Athena, and what ultimately led to him trying his hand. At being a husband and father again. See, and I, I, I love that that story is going to be filled in because mm-hmm. when I've gone back to try to play, um, it, he, he's just a totally different dude. Yeah. He's he's not the 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 good guy. No. And I mean, he's a womanizing shit, and so <laughs> I'm like, mm, mm, no. He, de- he definitely would not win International Women's Day. No. No. That's for sure. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, uh, it was obviously such a tonal shift mm-hmm. in the, the <laughs> smart on their part. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, definitely smart on their part. Um, but I feel like you know, like they just they added layers to him. Like, I think that Kratos that served his purpose, or you know, that character. Yeah. It served it served the purpose because well, he was just like he murdered everything and like he video was just games violent have, and have changed so much. It's yeah. more story based now. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of just plain old shoot 'em up, but I think oh, he, he beat the shit out of a lot of people and got a war. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Those poor I mean, trolls I'm, and yeah. I'm not trying to say he was like you know warm and fuzzy. Uh, he wasn't you setting know. out hot tea for the those no. trolls. You know? Nope. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Uh, so I'll, I'll we'll wrap it up on this story. I'm excited about it. Um, I think it's going to be fantastic. Again, like this is uh, the, the the description. It gives you a little bit more, but it it just says God of War, fallen god, follows Kratos after conquering Zeus and Thorian Athena, 
Believing himself to be finally free of his bondage, he sets sail for the desert in an attempt to, dis- to distance himself from his home and his shame, only to find his rage and guilt follow close behind. No. Kratos, exactly. You can't, you can't, can't get away nope, from can't the, get his own personal demons. Nope. Um, Kratos rages against the one foe that has proven to be unconquerable, himself. But a war oh. against oneself is unwinnable and only invites madness. I'm understanding that more and more these days. As you get older? Yeah, just descend into madness. Mm. You just can't get away from it. Mm-mm. Can't so. get away from it. And, I mean, Kratos, he's still trying to escape it in that 2018 God of War, but yeah. it's just not happening for him. But, I, yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, I will definitely be figuring out a way to pick that up. I don't think I'll be picking – I don't know if I'll pick it up in single issues because I just can't do that anymore. But once once they all release, yeah, um, I would like to pick that up and read it for sure. So – and once I do, Mom, I'll pass it on to you. So that, that would be awesome. Keep it all in the family. Yeah. Um, okay. So moving on, we've got a we've got a block of news here that's all about video games coming to life news. Yeah. Um, and so this this all these stories. It's right all here, good. These are all ones that I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I know you want wanted to get into these. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, these are all stories about video games coming to the big or small screen. Um, the first one, which that is got, interesting, let me just say this because yeah. so many of the big screen stuff is coming to your small screen, mm. like like uh, um, the coming coming to America too that came out this past weekend. Oh yeah, all of all of them are on. Yeah, and that one was Prime, and it didn't even you didn't even have to pay any extra. I know the the not having to pay extra is something I really like. I know, um, me too. <laughs> me yeah. too. But Disney Plus, boy, they try to whew, try to hit your wallet. Yeah. I mean that Raya. I think it's Raya. Raya and the Last Dragon looks super awesome, but it's like I think you have to have like Disney Premier access and then pay twenty nine no. ninety nine. I'm like, mm, no. that's bullcorn. Yeah, I'm like nobody got time for all that. No. Um, which I'll tell you uh, once we once we get through the news block, I'll tell you I actually did go to I went to a theater. So uh, you told me uh, prior that you oh, were going to go, yeah. and I was like, you know, I have mixed feelings about it, but I I feel good about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I yeah. didn't. I, it was perfectly safe, and there was literally nobody in there. So, um, <laughs> but but so speaking of, I would most likely well, and by the time that a lot of these movies come out, hopefully. Uh, Hopefully life will be somewhat back to more normal or as normal mm-hmm. as it will ever be again. So um, the first uh, bit of news about games coming to your TV screens or your uh, movie theater screens. Mm-hmm. Borderlands, the movie, has cast MCU's young Gamora actress as Tiny Tina. Hmm. Okay. She's now, young. Rem- She's young. Yeah, and I I remember liking her as young Gamora, but isn't Tiny I don't remember Tiny Tina being a little kid. I didn't think so either. Like but I guess I, thought, I guess she was. I don't think so. I well I thought she was a teenager. Or was she an adult that is actually she, just tiny? I, that's what I thought. Well, I mean, I don't know. It looks like... I'm looking it up. 
Yeah, it looks looks like she. Yeah, you you look it up, and I'll and I'll break down more of the news here. No, so. she definitely. Maybe maybe teenager maybe. Okay. Um, well, yeah. So Ariana Greenblatt, who again she portrayed young Gamora in Avengers Avengers Infinity War. Um, I think she played in some other stuff too that I'm familiar. And with. I will say, unstable thirteen year old. So there you go. Oh wow. Okay. Well then, she's like every other thirteen year old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not a stretch there. <laughs> nope. Um, even though I don't know, thirteen, I don't remember being that unstable. No, you you are an exceptional child. I feel like. So, uh, yeah. But your stepsisters. Whew. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very, very true. Um, what else has she been in? Uh, let's see. It, so she, she was has born been in... in Love and Monsters, which love, love that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was Min, she was Minnow. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she's she was... such a cute, cute girl. Yeah, she's a cute kid. Uh, Two thousand seven. So she is fourteen ish. I don't know. I can't do math. Something like that. So I'm past past the age of doing math. Yeah, you're like eh, math doesn't exist anymore for me. Um, but well, so she's right in that she's right in that wheelhouse of 13, yeah. 13 year old, just like Tiny Tina is. Um, so yeah, backstory: the movie's set to be directed by Eli Roth, with uh, Chernobyl's Craig Mazin writing the latest version of the script. Which that dude is busy because not only is he writing Borderlands now, um, he is also the one that's behind the Last of Us TV series that's coming to HBO. Okay, see, nope. That just makes me mad. He's getting too busy. I'm like, yep. You have to have somebody that, when you're talking about a beloved TV series, in my opinion, what should be a well, it's a beloved game turned into a TV series. All their focus needs to be on that. I agree. Hey, hey, Chernobyl's Craig Mazin, get your shit together. Pick one. Pick one. Pick one, and it's the obvious. Well, I would say the obvious one, but I don't know. This Borderlands cast is shaping up to be pretty wild. Like, um. Yeah, so Kate Blanchett is in there. She's going to be playing uh, Lilith. Um, Kevin Hart is supposedly playing Roland. Jack Black uh, is going to be playing uh, Claptrap. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be playing Tannis. Like, no, I, they, the casting, I think, is great. Yeah, the casting on this is stupid good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd have to say that... Uh, just because I have no clue what a Borderlands movie could look like outside of taking a look at Mad Max and making Mad Max funny, mm-hmm. um, I think that's the closest I could ever get to. I desperately hope they keep all the humor in it. Yeah. Oh, they've got to. I mean. Yeah. That's it, what makes Borderlands Borderlands is yeah. the humor. Yeah. No. I, that I, I and agree. lots of great neon colors. Yeah. Lots of loot. Lots of mm-hmm. humor. No. Yeah. I, I agree. But hey. Good for uh, Ariana Greenblatt. Yeah. We'll be, uh, you know, the, the, that's one of the main themes of this podcast is definitely going to be at some point checking, obviously, like checking in and reviewing each one of these movies or TV shows yeah. as they come down the road. This right. is the, this is one Unfor- of the main reasons why I wanted the podcast. And hopefully we're still podcasting uh, because, <laughs> which that's a little dig right there, but uh, um, rude. Uh, uh, it is rude. Um because it will be a while before any of these projects come out, I think. 
yeah. I mean, I, you know, with uh, COVID, it slowed everything down. Yeah, no, I, I would love to, somebody needs to create a website out there that like is aggregating every one of these video game to TV to movie projects because yeah. I can't even keep up with them at this point. Like there was another yeah. one, I didn't include it in the news blog, but it is the, it's it's a movie that's coming out, hmm, I want to say in China. Um, based off of a Koei Tecmo. I don't even know if Tecmo is still a part of them, but I know it's like Koei, and it's K-O-E-I. It's like the Three Kingdoms, or it's a Dynasty... Oh, it's Dynasty Warriors. That's that's it. So that's like a that's like a big game that people... Like, it's it's a beloved franchise, you know? Okay. It, it's more of a niche, uh, you know, niche franchise. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that love it, and that, that movie's being made, and I think that's coming out here pretty soon. Um, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog was probably one of the first ones. Um, yeah, I'm with you. It's going to be a while. So, um, which speaking of another um, movie that's going to be coming to uh, the big and small. Well, this is the big the big screen, and it's not really video game related, but it's video game adjacent. Okay, as you, as you like to say, I like to say that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, this is a, ca- a casting update. Hugh Grant, Sophia Lillis, joined oh, Chris Pine yeah. in the Dungeon- Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah. Um, I, which this cast is really good. Um, <laughs> it just blew my mind that Hugh Grant is in it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so Hugh Grant has apparently been cast as the main antagonist in this big budget feature adaptation of the popular fantasy role playing game from Wizards of the Coast. AKM you know, Dungeons and Dragons. I have I have never played it. No. Um, I wanted to, mm-hmm. but I have never had the time and friends that, you know, would devote themselves to it. Yeah, agreed. I mean, that's that's something that I've always struggled with too. I mean, it, it's always one of those ones where, it looks like it's so much fun, but I would hate to play it with people that have already been like, they they already yes. they already got their set group of friends. It's all it's yeah. almost like. You have I, to start together. Yeah, and and I know that you know everybody's like, oh well, Dungeons and Dragons, like those are those are for like people that aren't the the sports, um, like the jocks people or what whatever. But because you, at least it, it has that stigma where, that's the stuff that people would play back in the day that weren't popular. No, the social outcasts. Yeah, but I but I feel like it's the opposite now. Well, obviously, and they're like That's... they're now they're like super popular, and you yes. can't you can't get in cool with them to like show you how to right. play Dungeons and Dragons because right. they're they're like, Ugh, how, no. how dare you not know how to yeah. play Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, damn, but I just, it looks fun. I just want to play it with you. Yeah, I know the um, uh, local comic book store does something on Saturday nights. I think is Dungeons and Dragons that they play. And I've I've thought about going to that. Well, obviously, COVID yeah. kind of slowed that down. Kind of ruined that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it always looks fun. I mean, and mm-hmm. yeah, going back to this, um, I, I I actually, I mean, I love Sophia uh, Lillis or whatever her name is. She was so good in the the It movies. Um, I thought she was like, yeah, like she was phenomenal in those films. Um, and you know, and it has, like I said, Chris Pine. It has Chris Pine. Michelle oh, Rodriguez. I need to know. Yeah, you're like Chris Pine. Ooh, mm-hmm. I mean, 
Yeah, Hugh Grant, dang. Well, I mean, Chris Grant's Pine like, and Hugh Grant. I love both of them. So Over here just dissing Hugh Grant like oh, that. Oh, no. Hugh Grant and The Undoing. Oh, so good. Oh, I need to watch that. Yeah. Um, it also stars Justice Smith. You might uh, remember Justice Smith from um, the Pokemon movie that came out a couple years ago. And all the ladies and men will, <laughs> will most certainly remember, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name, but oh, good. Rege, Rege Jean Page. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the other day, yeah, uh, I had um, recorded Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And I'm like, who the crap is um, Something Bunny, which was the musical guest? Bad Bunny, yep. Bad Bunny. Yep. And Ray J. Jean. And I'm like, who are these losers? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, of course, I, I watched and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot it was, you know, I forgot it was him. Yeah. Um, the you guy wouldn't, from you wouldn't recognize him with his clothes on. I get it, Mom. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was so, so great. Now, and he's, you know, in Bridgerton um, yeah. from um, Netflix. And Bad Bunny was amazing and really a funny dude. I couldn't understand most of what he was saying because... You know, he's he's young. He's cool, you know, and it's Latin. I mean, most languages. of his stu- well, mo- most of his stuff was actually, you know, in, in, in actual, uh, Hispanic, different language. Yeah. <laughs> yes, different language. <laughs> yeah. But I liked it. I didn't care what he was saying. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I, I'm with so, you. Well, I mean, hey, there. this is a uh, yeah, good Ray- casting. I'm liking it more and more. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm liking it quite a bit. So um, the last little bit of news is about Netflix's The Witcher season yes. two um, i don't watch downton abbey but reportedly they've cast downton abbey actor kevin doyle i don't remember that particular human being i just need to talk about the fact that season two you know we're talking about it yeah it, it's on the way I, I or wish it I will knew, be i wish i knew when it was on the way yeah like that's i'm like when when like according to Shaq News, I'm like, yeah. I don't even know what Shaq News is, and it's not like Shaquille O'Neal News. <laughs> it's like a shack, like a house shack. Oh, okay, all right. Um, it, yeah, we do not. We do know that season two is expected to arrive sometime in 2021. Um, it says we don't. This is from the the showrunner. We don't yet have a target launch date for season two past 2021. Um, I don't know. They need. We need it. We need the, yeah, the first step it season up. was was fantastic. It was. It was so good. You know, Henry Cavill, Beast. Yeah, I need to go back and and play the game again. Yeah, I need to. I well, need to I say it. again, I started it. I did not finish it. Yeah, I'm with you, and I, I, I will I will have that on my list at some point. Um, yeah. The, to be honest, I'm going to finish Uncharted Four. Probably play The Lost Legacy after that. And then I bought Mafia Definitive Edition, and then I've got, but I also have Ghost of uh, Tsushima that I. Oh my God! You still haven't played that. No, but it's because it's like. Because it's so long. In, well, yeah, it's. I know it's, that it's, you can you can have a bunch of check marks on your list. Yep. And kick my ass. Exactly. At the end of, the, <laughs> at the end of 2020, I'm like, Mom, how many games did you yeah. beat? And she's yeah. like, well, I, I beat two games that were 100 hours each, and I'm like, well, yeah. I beat. 20 games that were <laughs> five hours a piece i know that's i'm i'm looking for some of the shorter games yeah. uh just so that i can catch up 
Yeah, no, I'm with you. You gotta, 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 you know, put in some. It's of those accomplishment. Short games and uh, yeah, it is an accomplishment, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying beating some games. So yeah. All right, the last news story we've got for uh, for this episode of the podcast. It's all about the BAFTA Game Awards uh, nominations. We're not going to uh, run and you through say, okay, all of them. And you say the last news story. It's yeah. not the last thing we're talking about. No, no. It's just the last news story yeah. in the news block. I'm yeah. just trying to, you know, clarify for anybody that still might be hanging out with us. Hmm. So, um, I mean, everybody is. What are you talking about? Oh, yes. I mean, why would you leave? Yeah. Um, okay. So, yes. Talk about the BAFTAs. Okay. Well, so the, the BAFTAs happen on, I believe it is... The 25th. Mar- yes. 25th of March. Let me just um, say this. Yeah. I have created a new goal for myself. Mm-hmm. I want to win a BAFTA. Okay. All right. I, I, I mean, that's... Well, we've got to go through all the, the nominations because I don't even know what BAFTA... I'm trying to think which BAFTA category you would you would put because, yourself in. Uh, in. I mean, it's voice actors. Oh, oh, oh okay. So that's, that's what, what you, I'm you saying. Want, you want to win one for... I didn't know if you were making a game on the side or no, something. No, no, no. I'm just talking about, tell you know, about. For, for voiceover. That's oh, what I'm talking about. All right. Okay. That's a good goal. It I is want. a good goal. I, I think you have an excellent voice. And Thank you. I think you should uh, go put yourself out there and, and do some voiceover work. Um, <clears throat> that would be awesome. And I could Other be like, than, you know, radio. I would, I would play your video game even if it sucked, Mom. Aw, you're so kind. Yeah, even if it was 50 hours. <laughs> you're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. I'd love to see you in a video game. I think you would... I think that a studio would love to cast you as, as some old lady. Uh, no, whatever. Um, <laughs> okay. All right, go ahead. All right, we're not going to again. We're not going to go through every one of these. I just want to go through some of the the, the bigger ones. Yes. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna start not with the biggest one, um, but we're gonna go down here on the list. This is we're taking a look from IGN's nominations. Um, let's go down. Yeah. So let me see. Yeah, let's start well, with these two right here. You're just looking at the IGN article. It's yeah, everybody's yeah. nomination. Yes, yeah. This is just the IGN recap of all the no- yeah. different nominations of the BAFTAs for 2021. So, okay. I'm going to go through these these couple of nominations. And yeah. I want, I want your pick. Yeah. Okay. BAFTA 2021 nominees for performer in a supporting role. First one. Carla Tassara as Judy Alvarez in Cyberpunk 2077. Jeffrey Pierce as Tommy in The Last of Us Part Two. Logan Cunningham as Hades, Achilles, Poseidon, Astraeus, Charon, and the storyteller mm-hmm. in Hades. Damn, Logan Cunningham was busy. Um, Patrick Gallagher as Kotun Khan, or Kota Khan, and Ghost ooh, of Tsushima. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Shannon Woodward as, as Dinah, or Dina, Dina. Is it Dina? I forget. It's Dina. Yeah, Dina. I think. Well, yeah. actually. I think it's yeah. Dina. Yeah. Dina yeah. in The Last of Us Part Two. Troy Baker as Joel in The Last of Us Part Two. Obviously, Last of Us Part Two has got a lot of nominations because we got mm-hmm. three of them just right there. So out of those right there, I know you haven't played Hades, neither have I. Um, but you've played all those other games in some capacity, beating The Last yeah. of Us and beating Ghosts. Who's you, who you pick? That is so incredibly difficult Mm -hmm. because obviously the one that's most near and dear to my heart is going to be Troy Baker. Yeah. I mean, it's Joel, you know? Um, um, 
but I mean, I I love um, Judy. Yeah, Judy's uh, great in Cyberpunk. Yeah, but it's gonna have to be it's gonna have to be Joel. Gonna have to be Joel. Okay. Yeah. What about um, you? Joel. Okay. Yep. Yep. Gonna have to be Joel. I, what I what I hate is that we're calling him a supporting actor in his own freaking video game. Uh, yeah, it's a it's it's it is a little crazy. Um, mm. Yeah, it, it's tough because I mean I. How I, is Tommy and Joel? How are those characters the same? I, I sorry, know. I'm sorry, I'm being well, shitty. Well, no, Tom, Tommy was awesome in the last. He was. Too. Like, no, he, he was. But I mean, how how do you? Uh, uh, no, the the actor that that played him just yeah. was incredible. I just mean, yeah, like in terms of like Joel's a leading, yeah, performer. he's a leading, right? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. It's one of those things. It's it's like where, um, you know, Brad Pitt won for, uh, he finally won an Academy Award for his supporting role in the Quentin Tarantino movie about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. You know, it's like... Wait, how How what? is that a supporting role? Yeah, you're like, I mean, exactly. Like, they were they were on screen, like, damn <laughs> near together. the amount, amount of, same yeah, amount of time. Like a, um, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it's, a, it's a weird one. I mean, obviously, Joel was not on the screen the same amount of time as some of these leading no. leading characters, but, um, but yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... The only reason why I'm not picking... Shannon Woodward as Dina. That's really tough for me because I it I could go either way mm-hmm. um, between Troy Baker and Shannon Woodward. I mean, I think you know for a, she was so good. Yeah, and for a character that was new in the series, right? Yeah. Um, like just did such a phenomenal job of like. Of Can ta- I change mine? You did you go right ahead? I'm changing it to Dina. Yeah, I mean it's International Women's Day. I mean, come mm-hmm. on, mom. yeah. Damn. No, Damn. I put, no. Not, you got to put your no, women out there. No, I just there. I was I I didn't have the list in front of me. Yeah. And so you know, yeah. yeah. No, well, definitely. It's tough. I'm 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 still, I'm no. You're right. I think Shannon Woodward. If I had she to, killed if, it. I, you know, I'm ba- basing Joel's uh, vote off of past. Like, that was the whole reason. It was a, um, it was just a, because that was near and dear to my heart because yeah. I love Joel. Yeah. Uh, and you built that yeah. connection up, right? Like right. It, right. It, 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 Joel had a leg up over, over Dina. Yes. But like when I look back, Dina took on that Joel role from the first game, you know? Uh, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. obviously not, not a, it's not the same character that, that Dina would have played, but like in terms of with, Ellie's relationship. Mm-hmm. So, like, she tried to steer her to the light as much as possible, um, mm. which is something that I think Joel uh, did in the first game. So, I'm with you, Shannon Woodward as Dina. That's that's winner. our vote. Okay, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, okay, so here's the nominees for performer in a leading role: Ashley Johnson as Ellie in The Last of Us Part Two, um, Sharimi Lee as female V in Cyberpunk 2077. Cody Christian as Cloud Strife in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Dasuki Zhu Zhu mm. as Jin Sakai mm. in Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part II. Mm-hmm. Najee Jeter as Miles Morales in Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh. 
This is a stacked ass group. The only no one, kidding. The only one that I disagree with, and and is mainly just because I'm like, damn, how are you not gonna put male V in here? Like, I thought. Oh, that, see, because I, I didn't play as male V, so I don't, I don't know. Well, I'm just like. Yeah, that's kind of rude. It's kind of weird, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. not, I'm not trying to, you know, say like, oh, you got to put a dude in here, but like. I'm like, dang, that's got to be messed up if you're male V. That would hurt. Yeah, right? That's not, I mean, I feel like you just got to put somebody on no, there. Yeah. Just You'd even like, though you yeah, know they're not going to win. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the chick, and I, I can't remember her name, that, but that played V. Yeah. Um, and you're like, oh, okay, she's on there. She's on there. I'm, I'm up next. It's nominee. Yeah. And you never hear it. And it's oh, like, oh. Poor dude. You know? Yeah. Like, that's, got, that's harsh. That's a little harsh, Baptist. So... It's, <laughs> um, okay, what's your pick? Oh, oh. okay. So I think I'm going to have to go with uh, um, the Laura Bailey as Abby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm with you. It was, it's really tough between Laura Bailey and Najee P- uh, Jeter. Um, I want to say Peter every time because oh, I, oh I, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking like. I don't know why, but yeah, it's tough between Laura Bailey and Najee P- uh, Jeter. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I gotta go with I gotta go with uh, Laura Bailey yeah. as Abby. She I just mean. did. I mean, she just jumped out. Yeah. It was amazing. And the the guy that uh, that played Jen, I loved, loved, loved him in yeah. uh, Ghosts. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Abby. Yeah, it, it, I, I, will, I will say it, it probably will come down to uh, the guy that played Jin. Again, I'm, I feel bad I'm butchering his name. Daisuke, I don't know how to pronounce the last one at all. Um, Suji. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, could, I could see this list going any way except for, I don't see female V winning um, Sharame Lee. Um, or, there wasn't a whole lot of story there. No, and I, I mean, as M- Cody Christian... I thought did an awesome job as Cloud Strife um, in Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, like this again, pretty pretty I, damn stacked group here. But right. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going. I'm two for two. The Last of Us taking it home. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So going up, um, and then because I'm just get, I'm just gonna go with the biggies here. And it, and I will say as I was looking through that uh, list of nominees, yeah. <laughs> I'm like. Bless everybody else's heart. Yeah, exactly. you know it's like the last of us, the last of us. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I know. Definitely, definitely tough. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go one that's a little bit. Um, okay, yeah, BAFTA 2021 nominees for narrative, and mm-hmm. the so this is the best narrative according to the BAFTAs: Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Cyberpunk 2077, Ghosts of Tsushima, Hades. Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Now, you will notice that there is a game that is quite absent for mm-hmm. their narrative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where The Last of Us, how the hell it could not have fall, uh, fallen on this nomination list, but it didn't, and that's why mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this is why I went to this one. So what's your pick there for these? Well, I mean, it's going to have to be Ghost for me. Ghost, okay. Well, yeah. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales for me. Now, okay. Now that's because I have not played Ghost. Right. Um, I actually haven't played Kentucky Route Zero 
or enough of Assassin's Creed Valhalla either um, yeah. to choose. But I, I really liked the Miles Morales story. I thought it was great. And it was really short and a tight story. And so <laughs> There you go. Winner, winner. Yeah. So you got Ghost. I got Spider-Man Miles Morales. Okay. okay. Go, uh, moving on. BAFTA 21, uh, 2021 nominees for Best Game. We've got Animal Crossing New Horizons, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half-Life Alex, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, and The Last of Us Part 2. Okay, so when I was looking at that, mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, it is between Ghost and The Last of Us. Yep. And that, it's, Ghost was just so unbelievably beautiful. Just a yeah. gorgeous game. But in the... It, it, there were a few places in it. That, <laughs> the Last of Us Two was perfection. Oh, I mean, hey, go go for it. I so, mean, I'm, I'm with and you. I don't, Last and I don't necessarily, yeah, I don't necessarily mean, you know, obviously, I parts of the story I didn't agree with. Yeah, uh, but I still, that's that's going to be my winner is The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, do do I? Uh, Am I the happiest with The Last of Us Part Two as a right. game? No, right. I'm not. Like, right. I I don't even think I'll ever go back to the game. Um, maybe, maybe yeah. I will. Um, but as much as I love the gameplay, as much as I love the world and and everything, I it's it's not one of my favorite games that that I could say like, oh man, I just absolutely loved everything about it because right. the, the story resonated so well with me. Um, but when I think about if I had to pick a game that was the representative of an entire industry and like to point to like this mm-hmm. is why I love video games mm-hmm. you know it would it would be the top one at least for last year but again Miles Morales was phenomenal I know you yeah. loved Ghost uh, Half-Life yeah. Alex apparently was like an amazing you know one of a kind VR experience and then obviously Animal Crossing like Oh, I played the crap out of that one too. Yeah, and and people people across the world like, yeah, you know, played Animal Crossing. But I'm I'm with you. Like The Last of Us Part Two would be my uh, best game of 2021. Yeah, from the BAFTA nomination. So, all right. Well, that wraps up the news block. Okay. And I wanted to uh, get into really quickly, just a just a chat about. What you been playing? Games we're playing. Games we're playing. Notice everything has like a... Um... I was about to say, that sounds very close to news. <laughs> it does. Um, and um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so uh, I know one game that we both played, um, and I think you just played really recently to refresh your memory, but is... Mm-hmm. Uh, the new Outriders demo, which is from People Can Fly, there's the developer, and Square Enix is the publisher. Um, so yeah, let me. I want to. I want to know. What do you think? I like it. Uh, I mean, it's it's very. Um, it it it's a game that would probably be better if I played with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, because I get my axe. Get, get your axe kicked. My axe kicked. <laughs> well, it's because I I started to say ass and i remembered i was trying not to cuss oh well, uh, I, even though I that's messed, barely I'm, a cuss word and so I, I messed that up for us i didn't know we were going for the, the <laughs> no just me just e-rated me, podcast you, know, Oops. you just know for me yes yes you can you you can get you know sailor oh i can yes i can throw those words out there yeah. um 
but but I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. And I just when you and I talked about it, I think last week, I hadn't got actually very far in the game. Yeah. So now I'm starting to get to the points where there's a lot of more interesting uh, elements that they're putting in there. So, yeah, I like uh, I like it a lot. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Uh, I I I played the part of the demo where I think I got up to like level four. Um, so I think you could get to a max level in the demo of seven. Um, and I I realized, you know what, I'm digging this. Uh, I don't want to play a ton of ton more of it because because you won't remember by the time you get to play it. Yeah, the game comes out on April first, so which is really awesome actually because there's just not a lot of new stuff that's been releasing lately that really got me jazzed. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this one definitely does. If you're not familiar with it at all, um, again, people can people can fly as the d- developer studio, and they worked on Bulletstorm. Is probably like the game that most people are familiar with them. Um, and this game is a it's a one to three player um, co op shooter. It's in this really cool dystopian post apocalyptic sci fi setting. Um, where you're, you know, you're a group of people. You had to leave Earth. Earth was dying. You had to find a new home. Um, very reminiscent of me to uh, the the CW show, the 100 type of thing, mm-hmm. um, which I love the 100. And I know both of us love all the post-apocalyptic stuff. Yep. Um, and yeah, like, you know, you can play as different classes. I played as a tech uh, tech. Techno, no, Techromancer? Tech- oh, God, I think you and I picked the same one. Well, I mean, you get to do fire shit, so... Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to throw flames Do fire everywhere? shit, I know, yeah, exactly. Do, exactly, <laughs> do fire shit. Um, but, yeah, it, again, the story is what is really doing it for me. Uh, and it plays very similar to, to Gears to me, at least in terms of, like, the character movement... Um, you know the dropping, dropping out of cover, um, and 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 the the level of gore. Um, you know you can explode people's heads, their bodies, and all kinds <laughs> of crazy stuff, which I'm freaking loving. But mm-hmm. uh, unlike Gears of War, you know, which is Gears of War is a straight up you know action adventure game. This is this has many more elements of a role playing game. It's it's a it's a very deep shooter with a lot of you know customization progression skill trees different classes you know all that type of stuff and i've heard that the people that have played with friends and you know played like the you know the the full three-player squad um yeah because you've got a pyromancer oh no i did pyromancer so they got pyromancer technomancer trickster and devastator Um, i did whichever one uh is it (laughs) from a distance Pyro, pyromancers from a distance that's the one where you can literally like you raise up fire from the ground and it you know it hits them um farther away and uh yeah, yeah i mean i i thought this game was freaking awesome like yeah it, it's got some wonkiness to it yes it, it still has some stuff that they need to to fix but it's still a lot of fun yeah I'm with you. And especially once I found the little button that made it where uh, it puts the little trail so you know where to go. I'm like, oh, hey, that's handy. 
you're like this this game's a, it's a whole new yeah, game for me now <laughs> five stars yeah <laughs> that's all i needed y'all um yeah so they, i mean they even put a bug out or uh not a bug a patch out for the demo which really? i thought was like i was like damn y'all y'all putting yeah. a patch out for the demo that's pretty um, amazing but yeah so and, and the good thing about the demo you know if you haven't played it definitely go give it a shot it's free uh for one and your progression carries over um, yes which is really great mm-hmm. and that's why i always have a problem with playing a demo if if it does carry over and there's too much of a period of time in between because mm-hmm. i forget yeah no i'm with you that's that's the main reason why i yeah. i tapped out i was like nope i'm on board i like yeah. this i'm gonna buy it on April 1st, like, I think this would be a lot of fun. I would love to play, I, I, we've talked about it, I would love to play it together, um, mm-hmm. so that way we can beat the, I, I, I only want to play the campaign of this. Like, I think the story was intriguing enough to me, like these, the the thought of these outriders and that they have, you know, they've all been, but been wiped out. There's only a few, hand, like a handful mm-hmm. of them, but some of them got powers due to this planet that they landed on. Um, Enoch? Was it Enoch? Enoch, yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think it's, again, I I, I think it's going to be great. So even, even this demo here, like some of the patchwork, um, it says, uh, or no, this is going forward, people can fly is looking at a number of issues to address, including camera shaking, cutscenes, items disappearing from player inventories, and stuff like oh, that. Oh, see, so, I paid for an item. Paid for it. Out of like real money? No, no. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, what? my collected, my collected coinage oh. in the game. Oh, I was and, like, dang. Mom, yeah, you're no, real it, it was, it was no, it was a very expensive yeah. thing, and and it disappeared. And I'm like, dang, because that oh. was all my money. I think it was a some kind of a jacket. I don't know. Mm. Uh, but but no, I'm not going to put any real money into the demo. No, good for you. I was about yeah, to say, thank Mom, you. Uh, thank you. I have to have a talk after this. Yeah, nope, I did good. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about this, or the only thing that for me, I don't know if I really care about all the the MMO elements or like the the progression system. And like, I don't see myself playing this game long term like that they like they probably want. Oh, the, like the skill tree. Oh God! It's ginormous on this thing. Yeah, it was kind of. It was very. It was like daunting. Yes. I looked at that and I was like, "Oh dear mm. God!" Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> they they mean for us to play for a long time. Yeah, and I just don't. I don't. Maybe I. I. I think I just don't like playing those types of games anymore. But yeah. Where where people can fly and Outriders has done a much better job is like. I feel like the story is good, you yeah. know, like, or at the very least, if it's not, if it doesn't net out to be good, it's intriguing, you yeah. know, um, there's some substance there, like, it's not just like, go kill this person and bring it back to me, you know, right. like, right. you know, as much as I've, I, I've always enjoyed Destiny, I've, I don't feel like the story was as good, um, and same with the you know the division all like all those types of games that that outriders seems to be trying to you know strive for yeah well um, fingers crossed that it will be yeah i hope so i hope i hope this one is good um but yeah april 1st we don't 
that's the, the, the great part about it. We don't have to wait very long. So It's not too far off. No. Um, but for you, hopefully, well, you'll, you're never going to get to Ghost if you don't get after it. Oh, no, I know. It's going to... I already... Ghost is... It's going to be a minute. Like, I already mapped out my year almost in terms of what, <laughs> I, what I know. Like, yeah. you know, the, the, the next... Outside of Outriders, the next game that I'm really excited about playing is Returnal. Um, but the problem with Returnal... Oh, do we even have any idea when that's coming out? Yeah, yeah, it's April 30th. So huh. it's, it's only... Yeah, it's only 30 days after Outriders. Yeah. Um, the problem with Returnal that... It's like, I, I, the story looks great. The gameplay looks great. Setting, great. I don't know if I'm going to like the, the um, procedurally generated worlds and like, keep coming back to it. Like, I've just got, I, I need to learn and understand more about, hey, is this a game that's going like, to be an eight-hour campaign? Or is this a game where it's like I'm trying to go for setting the high score in that level? Mm-hmm. Because that's what that's what Housemark is known for. They're mm. they're they're like, you know, highly competitive, like shooting games that, you know, you're looking to attain the high score. They're more like arcadey style mm-hmm. games. And the, while they're great, that's no, not that's what, that's not for me. Yeah, that's not what I want. So, um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, for me, it's. Outriders, Returnal, Resident Evil Village obviously looks looks fantastic, but I've got to catch back up on Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, like Resident Evil Village looks super scary and gonna make me pee my pants. <laughs> so, um, I think the only way that I'll play that is like if we were to stream that and you were you were on camera. That's I think that's probably one of the <laughs> main ways I would play that game. And then uh, and then after that, yeah, Mass Effect. The legendary edition because I've always wanted to play the Mass Effect games. Um, those look really cool. I think I think they do look would, good. Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. you would love those, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, so. And then Ratchet and Clank. So and that's in June, on June 11th. So I yeah, that's, that's a it, it's a good half a year so far. Yeah, yeah. I'm and I'm hoping all of them are pretty easy. But yeah, I'm with you. I got to figure out. Um, got to figure out how I can fit in Ghost at some point. So yeah. Um, yeah, I, I will say, uh, just to add on Outriders, um, you know, this is an article from IGN. It says the headline is the extremely generous Outriders demo is going down well. Um, it says probably the best sign for the Outriders demo, and this is, by the way, this is from uh, Joe Scrabbles wrote this mm-hmm. article, um, is that many people started playing it last week and still are, even mm-hmm. putting aside a fact, the fact that per our own reviewer, it's uh, mentioned that the game is already feeling like a viscerally fun looter shooter. Um, the game's burgeoning community is delighted with the sheer scope of People Can Fly's early sample of the game. Um, yeah, the demo, it has, you know, the entire introduction to the game, along with early missions, a boss fight, four side missions. It allows you to try out all four classes, play in solo or three-player co-op. Um, it gives you a taste of what looting feels like. Um, and then, yeah, obviously farming for those legendary weapons. That's the thing, just like Borderlands, Destiny... Division, that's what these games are all about, is farming for those epic drops. The grind. Yes, the grind. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, this is from Jackie Collins. I think she works for IGN as well. She mentioned, and this is kind of how I feel. Um, she says, I had zero expectations of Outriders, largely because the marketing of date has left me with no clear sense of the game's identity or style. 
but damn did the demo get its hooks into me. Yeah. I feel the exact same way. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I would highly recommend anybody out there. Check it out. And free is good. Free is the best. Free for now, but I was very surprised. I thought that I was just about done with the demo, um, but I just keep going and going. So, yeah, yeah the demo seems pretty long. Mm-hmm. You know? it, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, I tried as far as other games that I've been yeah. playing. I've been playing Control, okay. and I I needed to take a little bit of a break f- from that. Um, I tried to play Little Nightmares. Mm-hmm. But that was the one that I was ticked that I couldn't get any hints. So, You're like, Dang without Xbox, going, you know, you without to go to... going to YouTube, I mean, you know, got to go old school with it. Yeah. But, but it, I mean, it looks like a, it's pretty fun. But it's, it's a platform. You know, just, it's very linear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Little. Yeah. Because it's a one hundred percent platformer. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. two two D. Um, for the most part, I'm sure you you probably have some three D portions of the game, but but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean there. So. Um, oh, macaroni. My dog. Yep. And so here's toenails. Here's toenails. Um, yeah, I've, I've mainly been playing Uncharted, so that's really been it for me. Uncharted. Reading a little bit of uh, Mistborn, which is a phenomenal book. If, if anybody out there likes reading books, it is uh, really, really good. It's from Brandon Sanderson. He's does he does like a lot of uh, fantasy uh, novels. Uh, it's a long book. It's like mm-hmm. s- the first book in the series is like 640 pages. So, um, but it's it's fantastic. So. That's I wonder much, if it's on uh, Audible because that's uh, all my re- all my reading has been on Audible lately. It is, yeah. You can get it on Audible. Um, I've got his other series, which is a, a Way of Kings, um, mm-hmm. on Audible, and yeah, they're all fantastic. Sorry. Oh, dog, okay. So I have to tell you. Keep walking around. I have to tell so. you my embarrassing thing that I did on Audible. Yeah. Um, okay, so you know, at the end of you get done with the book, and it says, uh, "Return this book." Yeah. Well. So I just kept returning it and getting another title, returning it and getting another title. And then it got to the point where it said, um, you can't do this through the app anymore. You've come to your limit. You've got to call us and do it. And I did it a couple more times. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Is, is And I asked the dude, I said, am I not supposed to be doing this? And he said, well, typically it's, you know, if you didn't like the title, then you return it. I'm like, well, damn, it says at the end of it, return this title. So, yeah, I just kept getting more and more. You shouldn't have, why yeah. did you tell them that? Now they're going to turn you off and now you're going oh, to. I don't think they're going to, I think you could just keep on going because they're very, very kind about it. They are. Uh, but I just, I was, I was embarrassed and, and I got to thinking, wait a minute, why have credits? Why do I pay for the, no, the, the whole getting... monthly and yearly if I just keep returning it? So yeah, I knew <laughs> something had to be off. Yeah. I had like 23 credits or something crazy, um, from Audible. I, I, yeah. I, I just haven't been listening to Audible stuff very much lately. I, I, I enjoy reading um, well, the problem for you is you got rid of your commute. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Working from mm-hmm. home has made it where, like, yeah, you know, I barely leave the house. So, right. yeah, and, and 
it's much easier for me to take an hour or two out of my day to read a book than it is for me to... I'm just not one of those people that can listen to an audio book and work at the same time. Uh, I wish I could, but I can't focus uh, yeah. enough as it is. So I'm like, all right, I got I to gotta work or I've got to listen to an audio book. And most of the time, it's I got to work. So... Um, but yeah, I would I would highly recommend if if uh, if you you know haven't heard of Mistborn, go check it out. Again, the characters, the world, um, yeah, it's great. So um, I need to remember to put that down on yeah. my list. Yes, you should. And I'll have to check back in with you when I finish Uncharted. I, I, at some point, once I once I finished Uncharted four, I'd like to have a a full-on Uncharted discussion. Oh, that'd our, be awesome. Yeah, you know how much our, I love that series. Oh, I know you do. So that. When I finish Uncharted Four, let's let's pencil that down for like a, you know, a, a chat within our what we've been playing and watching section to just deep dive. We'll, we'll, Sounds good we'll, to me. We'll, we'll we'll trim the news block down a little bit so it's not as much juicy news, and then we'll we'll talk more about All Uncharted. Right. So, I I could see that actually being a video for the yeah. champ. Oh, I agree too. Well, maybe I'll just put it on there. So yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for uh, for this episode of Yay! Last Casual. So I don't mean yay that it's. I just mean yay. We did two. I know two two episodes. Good job. Can um, you can email us all your thoughts? It's uh, oldasscasuals at gmail dot com. Um, we'd love to hear from from anybody out there that's gaming and uh, watching video games on TV, whatever whatever it is that you like to yeah, do about the video games. I always world. like to hear other people's recommendations because it's mm-hmm. so easy to have games fall through the cracks. So. Yes, I agree. Yep. Yes, yeah, send, send my mom some recommendations on what she should be playing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, again, so that's, I want to say it's, let me, let me make sure that I'm getting it right, that it is oldasscasuals. Yeah, oldasscasuals at gmail.com. So, yeah, definitely uh, hit us up there. And if you are listening to this on uh, iTunes or Spotify and you can drop us a rating or review, that would be greatly appreciated. That always helps out to let people know that That's we're the only way that cool. they can find us. Yeah, yep. exactly. I don't do anything without somebody reading a review first. I I'm know. like, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, they don't have any reviews? Not listening. Yeah, no, Yeah, not so, for me. So if you're listening... Please leave us a review. <laughs> Please do. And, and just go ahead and put five stars there, even if you did not think it's five stars, because just five stars. That's yeah. Nobody, nobody's gonna remember. You're not gonna remember us after you put those five stars and move on with your day. So, <laughs> might as well do five. Yeah, just do five. All right. Well, mom, it's been fun, and until next time, which will be back in a couple of weeks um, on Monday recording and Tuesday, the episode will come out. Awesome sauce. It was fun. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to wave. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Are you waving? I'm waving. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now.